What's up, Spleenless Wonder? Uh, another day getting shipped back to the U.S. There, there you fit. go. There you go. You're you're you be, you're getting shipped over the border in a container. Yep. There we go. What's up, man? Um, just back from the Raw Nationals. You you was over in Georgia for quite some time. Yep. Uh, that's what this podcast is going to be all about. Plus some questions, some RC news, and all that good stuff. It's good to have you back on. Um, we had an eventful Raw Nationals. Yep. Uh, so in stock and mod and whatnot. So we have a bit to talk about. But before we do that, we have to drop that intro. And with that said, I will drop it. See what I mean? That's exactly why people call you arrogant, Max. You may not agree with everything we say, but it's definitely worth a listen. And our pick, can you stop whatever you're doing? Join your host, Lefty the Great, with co-hosts and guests as they get together to chat our city. Hey, after that race that I watched this morning, I have to talk about it. Yes, 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 indeed. Nitro is the glory, but E-Buggy pays the bills and 10 scale brings the drama. This is episode number 251 of the No Name RC Podcast. I'm your host, Kino White, a.k.a. Left to Great, and joining me to my virtual left is everybody's favorite 10 scale driver and now spleenless, Matty G, a.k.a. Glitch RC, or as his new name has, he has now, he has a couple of names, more than a crime, but we're now calling him the Spleenless Wonder. What's up, man? How are you feeling? Not too bad. Um, tired still. I probably should have slept a little more before. And uh, definitely paying the consequences of that. Well, you didn't so, get sick on this trip. And you didn't. Die. Exactly. I didn't get sick. That was the whole goal. Usually every time I go on a trip, it's not to get sick. As stupid as it sounds, I wear a mask on the plane. Just mm-hmm. so like. I can. I know for germs that. and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm like, just so I can prevent any little bit of, like, health issues, because, like, I've already had an experience going back to the hospital again after getting sick, and it's not very fun, so. I get you. I understand that. Uh, Like, a a plane is just a big aluminum tube of farts, so, you know, surrounded by fuel, so it's all types of germs on that. Cool, man. Well, you're here to talk about the Royal Nationals, but before we do that, I have to say some thank yous. I just say thank you to all of the NNRC squad around the world. Thank you guys for all the support. We greatly appreciate it. We are on the road to 5,000 subs on YouTube. We are now at 4,135 as we record this. So I need you guys to do me a favor. I need you to share this, get it out there, get people. I, I'm, you know, we have 8,000 followers on Facebook. We should have 8,000 subs, no problem. 
Uh, it helps us out with the algorithms. Hit that like, dislike button. Leave a comment. Hit that sub and notification button. Uh, share it. If you are listening to this on an audio-only platform, we appreciate that too. Leave a review. Share. And uh, yeah, thank you. Thank you for everybody that's rocking our gear. All that type of stuff. I'm working on getting some new gear. And uh, if you guys want to get some gear, just hit me up. I'll send you the logos. You can get it done. All that good stuff. Uh, thank you to the patrons of the NNRC. You guys will get early access to this as well as the YouTube members. If you wish to support this podcast just a little bit more financially, you can. Uh, we have links for that in the written description of this podcast. Also, thank you to the awesome companies that support us. We can't do this without them as well. We have links, coupon codes, affiliate links. Uh, some of them don't have any affiliate links or coupon codes, but we do have links in the notes. Just let them know that you heard about them on the No Name RC podcast because it helps us out. <clears throat> they are Invisible Speed, High Tech RC, Sun Pedal USA, Side One of Fuel, Hot Race, Tires, Mayako, Beach RC, Techno RC, Clinic RC, Ignite Design RC, Stacked RC, Racecraft USA. Uh, shout out to my boys, WRC, Danny Paz, Florida RC Championships, House of RC, and our drivers, Dave Ronafog, Jared Tiba, Robert Badier, Alexander Bark. I guess we're going to call you our driver now, too. No, our driver. I, I, I now dub thee. I'm knighting you. Sir Maddie G. Sir Spleenless One. You are now. Yeah, I, got a, I got shirts. I'm getting shirts made, so I probably should let the guy know that I need to put some logos on there. <laughs> you know, I'm doing it in no English fashion. Knighting you. Sir Spleenless One. I don't get a green card. Is, is that I can't help you? I don't have one of them myself, so I can't help you there. Um, all right. Well, thanks for joining us. We did have the 2023 Raw Dirt Nationals held at Columbus, oh, oh I must say Columbus, Ohio. Columbus, Georgia, Hobbyton, Columbus, Georgia. We are gonna talk about that in a bit. We did have a we, we are recording this after the live show that I had with Clayton and the fabulous one Barry Baker, who just came on there. And he did only this was in there for about 30, 45 minutes last night. So thank you to them. Thank you to everybody that tuned into that. Uh, this that happened Wednesday night. We're recording on the Thursday. Uh, but what's up, man? It's good to see you doing well. Uh, you're traveling. You you had a decent weekend this past weekend. We yeah. will get into that. Surprised you 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 was out in four wheel drive because usually that's one of your best classes. Yeah. Um, but otherwise making the show in two-wheel drive and truck. So congratulations. It was a hard hard field to make that in because oh man it's it's a lot of fast guys out there yeah we're gonna talk about all of that uh as we go on but uh, tell us a little bit about yourself what's been what you've been up to uh what you're getting into and uh what are your plans coming up yeah so uh i've been working hard on getting uh some motors built up for one up like racing uh randy supplied a bunch of the new reedy sp5 motors for me to build and tune and to sell on his website so I've been building those, um, just waiting on some 17.5s to come in like right now so I can get those started. Uh, then after that, uh, just been trying to make some of the Team Glitch stuff a little, a little more like official, uh, just so when I sell stuff, it looks like I actually know what I'm doing. Uh, I know there's a lot of other guys who do like motor tuning services that include all that stuff, so I'm trying to, you know, be right there like with them. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, just getting that done. Uh, making some side money going into the worlds. And then uh, after this, I'll probably uh, get some stuff done for Randy, then work on my cars going into the worlds. Cause I'm going to head out to hobby actually next week, I think. Okay. So um, we're going to talk about the worlds in RC news. And we're also going to talk about those new Reedy motors as well, because this is all about 10 scale. 
Um, what about you? Are we going to see you at Masters of Dark this year? Uh, I want to. It just depends on what I have going on for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing what our travel like budget is and stuff like that. So, because that it's then that and then obviously carpet championships. Uh, yeah, in November. I don't think I'll be doing carpet champs. I'm like, I, okay. I don't run carpet anymore. <gasps> but it's the future, man. Yeah, I just I don't run carpet anymore. Yeah, I'm, I might not. I might have to take back that knighthood I just gave you, <laughs> because carpet is the future. But we can debate that. <clears throat> we can debate that because that was there was a that the track at it. In Georgia was absolutely beautiful, um, and I, I really did like it. Uh, even though I wasn't there, but I just visually it was uh, great. We saw big triples and all that type of stuff. We'll talk more about that, but I, I definitely don't agree with your dirt only agenda <laughs> because I think carpet is the future, and I love the carpet championships. But Masters of Dirt will be great too. It's a great dirt track, and Brent and Lucas and those guys at BTRC put on a great yeah. show. I hope you do make it to that. I hope you do make it to that. All right, man. So I guess we can just get right into it. We're going to start off with some some uh, RC news. And I want to know, have you signed up for Invisibles? I don't know why um, Rana Falk don't... I'm sorry, Rana Falk. JQ don't get you involved in this uh, with the 10-scale version of this. But uh, we are... this Obviously, this podcast, the main sponsor is Invisible Speed. You guys can check all of that on the invisiblespeed.net link that we have on there. It is an affiliate link. We do get a little bit of slice. I think JQ should get you involved in the 10 well, There, there definitely thing. could be a good stock racing portion in there for a lot of the guys who don't race or who don't like understand like what it takes to, you know, you know go what? that next level and stuff. I'm pretty sure JQ will be all about that. All about that. All about stock racing. With that said, this is the Invisible Speed commercial. The, the uh, 20% discount does not matter because this was a commercial from last year. And JQ hasn't changed it since then. So thank you to Invisible Sweet for all their support. Thank you to Invisible Speed. Uh, we don't have any books, English books, but the online course is ongoing. And I am seriously going to talk to JQ about getting you on there for the 10 scale side of things. So I think you'd be a great addition to that and put some focus on that. But also the RC News is brought to you by High Tech RCD. High Tech has been a great supporter of the podcast. We're doing something pretty cool together here in September in Las Vegas. Uh, if you listen to the podcast last night, um, I'll, I'll iterate more on that on the next podcast that we do with Max. But thank you to High Tech. They're celebrating 50 years of business uh, and in the RC industry. Uh, just period, making servers and everything that they've done. Congratulations to them and all their contribute contribute contribution contributions in the last 50 years. They have been a supporter of this podcast and myself for the last two and a half years. It's truly a privilege to be working with them. Uh, I used to use their servers back in the day, 20 years ago. And they're making a great push at getting back into RC. I know Super Stock Racer Sammy Moran is actually sponsored by High Tech, I believe. Yep. So I heard he's going to be at the Worlds as well. 
Uh, they just released their RDX 2 1000 charger, which I, I think I'll be getting her shortly. And uh, if you want to get any information or anything about their products, go to hightechrcd.com, where to buy. And I'll just let anybody that you know that you got, you heard about it on the NNRC. All right. So you did bring up a good point. Let's get right into it. What's up? I heard somebody talking about this. What's up with these new uh, Reedy SP5 motors? Tell me um, a little bit about them. So they've been working on them for three years, I think. Um, I know it took longer than they expected. I've seen them running around like the uh, RC for the past like, couple of years and just haven't been able to really say anything. Um, they have definitely set another bar for like stock. Um, I think between the top motors now, it's between uh, the R1 stuff, the Trinity stuff, the slot machine, mm-hmm. and then the Reed stuff is pretty much stacked up right there like with them all. Uh, the mm-hmm. Raymond Twins have been running them. Uh, a couple of my buddies here at home have. Uh, the design is pretty similar to some of the stuff that we see now with the recent stock motors with less uh, less like RPM and a little more like TV. Uh, just getting a little more power out of them. Uh, you just got to gear them a little higher compared to the old re-style of motors, like the new mm-hmm. stuff pretty much, like where we're gearing it, like 72, 72, like 32, just to try to get the top end like back out of it because they make so much torque. And uh, yeah, I've been pretty impressed putting them together. I'm like, I've put together so many at this point that I'm like, I just know how to like plop them back, but they seem to be pretty good from everything that I've messed with. Cool. Were they being used? Who, so who was using them at his recent race? Uh, Zach Gastelum. Uh, he TQ'd around with mm. uh, one of the motors I built for him uh, in 13.5 four-wheel. Uh, the Raymond twins ran one of them, uh, Chase, uh, ran it in his 13.5 four-wheel. Uh, both of them made the four-wheel main. And uh, a couple other guys, my buddy Brennan Edwards, the super tall guy, I call him the bird. Uh, he finished fourth in short course. Uh, and then he won the stadium truck. I don't know if it's a national title or not. It wasn't very clear, but he won the stadium truck classic with uh, one of the 13 fives I built him. Okay. All right. So it should be interesting to see what they come up with. Um, does it like Mason? <clears throat> doesn't Mason Templeman run Reedy now? No, not no. Really. So he ran for Reedy like last year, and R one offered him a pretty good deal. So he's been doing mm-hmm. that. Okay, because I did. Wa- I'm not gonna lie. I did watch his. Oh, there we go. Spreading disease all over everyone. <laughs> yeah, uh, I did watch his car last year at Mod, and it, it wasn't the fastest. Just saying. He just so, drove. He just drove his ass off for sure. He did. He did. He did. <clears throat> all right. So enough about that stock talk, pink pinions for life. Uh, let's talk about this world's coming up. It's coming. It's here. It's less than a month away, I believe. Uh, my buddy, Will Venables over in the England, he keeps constantly asking me questions. I heard they're going to sugar the track. I heard they're going to do this. I heard they're going to do that. <clears throat> so the Europeans are definitely excited. I told, I actually have to introduce you to my buddy, Miklos. He's coming over. He's made the decision to come over. And um, he wants some help as well. So I told him I'm going to hook you are up you with coming? him. Me close? No, Me? You. no. I um I'll actually be at another race that weekend in Georgia. So I'm going up there to do commentary there. I I <clears throat> and I, I wish I would have come now because I just realized like this is the, the first worlds that we've had in 10 years since 2013. And but uh I kind of committed to the Georgia Peach State race a uh, few few months ago as well. So I'm I'm fa- I'm happy to go there. I'll be close. 
the weekend before I'll be in the weekend before I'll be in Vegas for this uh, hydrogen GP that I'm uh, I'm doing, which is um, which is pretty cool. I might as well talk about it now. So basically, uh, this came up last week. They have a um, the hydrogen GP. It's like an educational program. So basically, what they do is <clears throat> in over 500 schools, they have this program where kids, groups of high school kids, get together. And they build touring cars. They all get touring oh, cars, yeah. and they build them, but they're powered by hydrogen somehow. Okay. I don't know all the details on that. So uh, from the the weekend prior to the Worlds, they're all meeting up. Uh, Thirty teams from around the world, even a team from here in the Dominican Republic, is going, and they're going to compete in an endurance competition. Now, this these aren't RC drivers or RC racers or yeah. anything, like that, but the comp- the race is taking place in the Venetian Hotel. And it's being held at the world's largest sustainable energy convention. So there will be literally thousands and thousands of people there. And I'm going there to commentate uh, to those people. And the high techs come on board. uh, So that's cool. I was talking to them. So happy to have them come on board. They're going to have a booth there, I believe, and all that type (laughs) of stuff. So I'm going there. RC Racing TV from over in Europe who does all European races and all they're going there to do like a live stream and video. So that's how I kind of got in. And um, I'm actually going to connect with the Dominican team here. Uh, probably when I come back from my trip next week, because I am going to RC program next week. And um, just find out a little bit more about it. So I'm, I'm really excited about this because it's something different from what I'm used to. And I'm going to actually be commentating to spectators. But also these are people that know nothing about RC <clears throat> that will be watching. And even the, the students, they don't really know that much like they're not into rc racing but yeah uh, um it's interesting i think anything like that that gets rc into schools yeah great and yeah i hope that maybe we as an industry can get behind this somehow some way and um uh support that because i think getting these kids maybe these kids turn into racers at some point or maybe the people watching turn into racers but getting rc into high school schools is a good 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 thing. I think any means possible. So I'm doing that. Then I fly up to, I fly from there to Atlanta. Then I go to the Peach State Classic. You guys will be, I assume, in 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 the thick of it. You should have had probably be, yeah, probably in four wheel drive mode by by Thursday. I would say. Yeah. So the first week is four wheel. The second week is two wheel. Hold on. So when does it start? Um. Because it's three days, right? It's like three days for two-wheel drive, three days for four. Yeah, drive. I showed. I texted my dad because he wanted to know. Um, four-wheel starts September 10th through the okay, 12th. So. And then wow, two-wheel I'm so is close. 14th through the 16th. Okay. So it is, it's, it's, not, it's not two weeks. It's just three days. But you do have a break in between. I, I yeah. wonder if they're going to change the track. Yeah, in between they are. That. Okay, okay. All right, so let's get on that. Let's talk about the world's fastly coming up soon. Um, people are getting excited. You can, I was listening to Jason Rona and on a RIP podcast the other day. Even he's like, you know, Jason is kind of monotone, he doesn't really show excitement, or, or but I can hear in his voice like he's excited. Uh, first worlds, 10 scale worlds in America since 2013. So much has changed since yeah. that world. That world was outdoors on a sugar track. Tebow won, Hartson won, 
Uh, Tebow no longer runs 10 scale. Yeah. Hearts are no longer races. No longer races. We barely see any racing whatsoever outdoors. Cars have changed immensely since then. Yeah. Uh, Carpet is king. I don't care what you say. Um, And yeah, it's just, um, it's hard to think that it's been 10 years since there was a world in America. Yeah. Um, I was just barely starting to get into racing. I remember walking through Walmart, like, listening in my phone and like watching it live when like Hartson was running four wheel. Uh, Cause yeah, I see like him around. Eight. No, he was, uh, he was you, you, you me, was, like yeah, I, I, I was like 10 or 11. 22. Okay. How old are you now? 22. Okay. So he's 12 ish. So I was like, I remember sitting there like watching. I'm like, wow, like this is really close to us. And uh, watching it all, all kind of like go down. And then I remember like my phone died on our way home. And I'm like, oh, well, I can't watch A3. And I got home and like I, I watched it like the last lap uh, where Hartson and like uh, yeah, I think it was Nyato like went over the triple and like broke each other's car or pretty much broke each other's cars. And, and, uh, it was good times. Well, it was good yeah. times. We haven't seen any type of uh, worlds like that outdoors since. I don't think. Uh, no, well, we had China. China was outdoors, and yeah. um, no, and then kind of. I would say that uh, X-ray was, eh, you know, it was kind of indoor outdoor type of stuff. But yeah, like the surface was definitely unique for most of the Americans to drive on. Mm-hmm. But an American ended up winning. When but this is the first the time, race. right? But this is the first time we've probably seen this on this type of surface in a on a, in a world. It's a clay surface, yeah, for sure. This like slicks, dirt, misters, natural like groove coming in. So, so for all our Europeans over there that still like, are they going to be using sauce? Not, no sauce. Uh, you said something about um, that they're gonna like i think you're going on to ra- and somebody else is coming over to ra- go down there with you as well some international driver i think is coming with you or was jared. coming with you jared jared man. oh from uh, australia yes yeah. uh so the layout that you guys are going to run on is the layout that they'll have or how's that going to work they're putting in a new layout for the worlds and then after four wheel they'll change some pipes and stuff like that and then they'll mm-hmm. make it for the two wheel but wasn't it something about letting people run on it that aren't going to be in the world uh, to put some sauce down on it? I'm not too sure if they're going to do that still anymore. I'm like, I can't okay. remember off the top of my head. I'm like, I've heard so many things at this point, um, but I think it's just going to be a fresh, brand new layout. And whatever happens, happens. Like they've they've done a really good job of keeping the track really consistent this whole year. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be pretty good. Wow. Who do you think is to, who are we looking like? Obviously, I want to see you in the mix, but who do you think we're going to... Who do you think are the favorites going to this? Obviously, I would have to say Spencer and Fed. Spencer, Dakota, Champlin. Champlin's been really dialed. Mm-hmm. Under he was year. good this weekend. Yeah. Um, I'm going to wild card it and put Cavalieri in there. I'm like, I would not be... Up and up, especially after running um, tires that seem to have a little more grip. Well, he can run whatever tires he wants now, yeah. pretty much. So, so, but that seems to be helping, especially in the age no, program. No. Spec tire, he's going to be on. Spec tire. Well, yeah, but but it's spec tire, so it's level playing field for everybody. Mm-hmm. So he can run those, and it'll be. How about know, Europeans? 
Um, I'm gonna go with Bruno again because really they're gonna figure they're gonna figure it out. Like they may have struggled at the world. Not Orlowski. Uh, I was gonna say like Orlowski, him, Bruno. Uh, you know what? I need to ask Ongaro if he's still good. Let me message him right now. He is he, okay? Because I we can't count on him either. Uh, um, even though he runs zero ten scale. You know what he said to me in Portugal? Ah, I'll just put whatever setup Spencer has on his car. That's how nonchalant he was about it. Ah, no worries. Uh, I'll just put this setup. Marcus Carrop. Ooh, yes. Him him too. The Hall brothers are coming. The Hall brothers will be good. It's just, it's hard to, I don't know how a lot of these guys are going to, I think a lot of guys are coming early. They're either going to Davies track or SDRC. Uh, how is those, that? How does that compare? To... That is, Davies track is probably the most amount of grip I've ever ran on in ten scale. Is that a glue track? It's glued, but their dirt's one hundred percent clay, mm-hmm. so that already has a lot of grip. And what if they glue yeah, the track? Then, then they glue it, and then it's gnarly grip. Well, I've, I, that's like Hoosier, right? Hoosier's a glue. Yeah, it's higher by the Hoosier. Wow. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. Um, USA has a very big contingent. I was listening to Clayton. He said maybe 50 to 60 drivers from USA going. So that's good. Um, <clears throat> I'll be definitely watching this. I think Matt Olson is doing the coverage as yep, well. So uh, congratulations to him. I look forward to watching that. I don't know how I'm going to watch it. I'm going to have to try and watch it in between while I'm not working. Um <laughs> But man, I almost wish I was going now. Every a lot of people have asked me if I'm going. Unfortunately, I'm not. <clears throat> Maybe the next one. I'm going to go to the next one wherever that will be. Hold on, where does it go next? Um, I hear Australia. Reed, I bet you it goes to that Chargers track. I don't think it's going to Chargers. Really? Where do you think it's going to go? No, that would be an outdoor. Don't don't don't, don't do that. Don't do that to me. I bet, and they don't. Do they have any indoor tracks in? They have Ooh. one. It's a small carpet track. I think. No, that can't go to Australia. I think they're going to Australia. Call oh, because they was in um, Femca for 2018. So it has to go. It, it could possibly go. It comes to America, right? It has to go back to Europe, or it has to go to Farmar, or maybe Farmar doesn't have a ten scale track. I'm pretty sure it's not going to go to Farmar because not make not a lot of ten scale. So I would assume that it goes to Europe again. Where would it? Oh, there's a lot of tracks in Europe. Where was it? Uh, so hold on, 28. You really you need some coffee. I do. So hold on. So 2018 Slovakia? it was in China. Or no, 2017 it was China. Your uh, Slovakia oh, it was to Europe. It did. It will go back to. Uh, it will go back to. It, yeah. It probably will go to Australia. Because I was thinking that China was the last one, but I forgot about Slovakia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. I'm sure there'll be a lot of pissing and moaning about that, having to travel all the way to Australia when they should they should be excited about going out there and swimming with great no, white sharks. Like, yeah, like I, I heard some rumors that it might be going there, and I'm like, kangaroos? Outback? Thylacines? Outback? <laughs> yes. Great white, great white sharks, cage diving with them. You know, um, everything that can kill you. The thing Australia. from Finding like Nemo, the orchestra thingy. <laughs> yeah, you know, bats the size of eagles. Yeah. 
snakes that can kill you in two steps. Yeah. Those uh those those things that smile. They're like the little they look like koala bears. bears. No, 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 no. I can't remember uh, what they're called, but they're like little teddy like they look like teddy bears and they smile. I don't know what they're called. No idea. Like no idea. But uh yeah, I guess it would go back to Femka. So, yeah, interesting stuff. That will be 2025. So, you got to go Australia, dude. You got to go Australia. Get get to see some crocodiles. Oh, there's a... What is it called? A Wawaru or something like No clue. I can't pronounce it, so I'm not going to say... How does it spell with a W? No, it starts with a Q. Oh, no idea. Maybe Australian friends can let us know what that is. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So I guess we'll go Femca, then Europe, then back to America. It sounds like. Unless Farmar gets a, a gets into tense again, gets going. Are you excited to go? Mm-hmm. Are you excited uh, to go? Yeah. Uh, to the world itself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I definitely am excited. Uh, I've been putting a, a lot of work. and There's a good amount of... Uh, incentive behind what are your goals realistic goals um realistic goals to finish all my runs Mm -hmm. not like the nationals um drive clean and whatever happens happens okay that's that's realistic goals so do you do you feel that you can make the mains um i don't want to say it because if i do then jinx it i'm gonna be mad so I'm gonna do whatever I can out there to drive as well as I can, and it's gonna be a happens. lot of competition, dude. Yeah. A lot of competition. I'm like the racing. Every race I go to, I swear it's so close. It's like a couple tenths or a second apart from like the top to the bottom. With how much grip we have, how the cars are now, and how good everybody is, it's really close. It's gonna so. be interesting. I'll be watching. I'll be watching as best I can. All right. Cool. Any other interesting 10-scale news that you want to talk about before we move on? Um, I don't really think there's much else going on that I have seen recently that is anything really worth talking about besides everything that happened at Nationals. Which we are going to talk about. But we're going to do some questions for us for the uh, Beach RC Bench Racing Q&A. This is brought to you by Beach RC. Hopefully, we'll see you there at Masters in October. We want to thank Brent and everybody for their support, Lucas and everybody there at BTRC. I will see all of these guys next week at the RC Pro-Am in Lake Wakamaka, North Carolina. BeachRC.com, the racer's one-stop online hobby shop. Choose from all the popular brands and variety in stock with super fast shipping and great customer service. BeachRC.com still has the local hobby shop feel with all the benefits of the internet. BeachRC.com is the exclusive distributor for Ultimate Racing, JQ Racing, Pro Circuit Racing Tires, Nitro Lux Fuels, and Assault RC Performance Products. So fill up your cart and check out at BeachRC.com today. Thank you to BTRC for all their continued support. If you guys can, there's an affiliate link in there. Uh, Use it. We got a little slice of that. All right. So we have a couple of questions from Instagram. First up from your number one fan, Mike Sorchi. Dude, you are so savage to Sorchi online. So savage. So savage. Uh, He asks, how many times have the twins beat you, Team Glitch, at at club racing? 
Uh, so Chase Raymond is three, two, whatever. And Levi is two, two, like whatever. So Chase has beaten me three times. Levi's beaten me three times or two times. Okay. Uh, Austin Schaefer, I, he's asking about the If Mar versus Raw thing at the at the Nationals. We will cover that in the yeah. Nationals, so I will ask that. Uh, checkered Pass 503, he says, any up-and-comers we should be watching at the moment? Um, in Modified, Lemieux has been mm-hmm. pretty dialed. Uh, he had a really good showing at the Worlds like warm-up. He TQ'd the race at his home track last year, the, the team-associated race at trackside. He was pretty dialed there. This weekend at the Nationals, he TQ'd around a four-wheel. Mm-hmm. Um, I know a lot of the top guys were like, oh, I don't know how that happened, but he drives good. Like his dad, his dad is Paul. So, you know, there's going to be some, you know, a little bit of talent sprinkled down. And Chase works really hard. Uh, Paul mm-hmm. wasn't always known to work really hard and, you know, go to that top step. So he's been dialed. Um, in stock? In or stock. spec mod, as we're going to call it from now on. Spec mod. Um, I'm biased, but the Raymond Twins. I would agree uh, there. They're, uh, they're pretty dialed for being 12 and being pretty competitive with, like, half of the guys up there being in their mid-20s to late-20s. Mm-hmm. Um it's pretty cool to see them competitive. I don't think that they'll be in stock for much for much longer, but they're doing what they can to, you know, keep progressing and stuff. It's just uh, being that young and going that far is it's impressive to me. Uh, at their age, I was nowhere close to as good as like they are. So there's them. Um, Nate Sutherland, well, maybe. Well, Nate Nate won uh, four drive. This weekend in four-wheel drive, yeah. yeah. I don't know how much longer he plans to run in stock. I know a couple of guys plan to run stock for another year again. Okay. So, um, But, yeah, uh, the Snow Award kid, uh, I think he's from the trackside area where Chase, Chase like, races. Uh, I've been watching him at a couple of events, and he gets around really good. I think he's 10 or 8. So he's, you know, I think he was in the B. Oh, uh, Larry Ward the fourth. Hmm? Are you talking about Aldo? You, what was his name again? Noah Ward. Oh, Noah Ward. I thought just about LW4. No, no, uh, no, no. It must yeah. be from the same family. Ward are from Trackside up there. And you talk about Scotty's Earl Track? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta think be they're from that area. Yeah, well, they got to be brothers are related because all the Wards up there, I think, are related. And this, you have oh. a brother named Larry. I'm, I'm Ward. not too sure. Okay. But uh, him and his dad and mom are, are constantly take, taking him to the track. Uh, the kid drives pretty good. Mm-hmm. Quiet kid, but you know, he gets around good. So I could be wrong about them being related, though. but they do have the same last name, Ward. Yeah, I'm sure I'll figure we'll get. I'll, uh, I'm sure uh, Mr. Kleinbauer will let me know. Uh, okay, so so we have some 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 people coming up. Anybody that you saw this past weekend, uh, young kids that were coming up, even though it wasn't the biggest turnout for a national um, talent, Henley. Uh, was my mm. biggest surprise. I'm yes, like, he, yes. I'm like, he's normally super fast, uh, but crashes. And this mm-hmm. weekend, he did. He was super fast and didn't crash. Yes. Um, that's probably the best I've ever seen him drive. Uh, even inside Hoosier, like he seems to, you know, kind of bobble and stuff a bit. But I understand it's your home track. You want to do really good there. But this weekend, uh, him and his dad Eddie were on the tire game from the very beginning. Uh, they had it down, and uh, their stuff looked good. And he top seated two wheel, and uh, he finished on the podium in both, I think. Mm-hmm. So, kid was pretty dialed this weekend. Yeah, his father earns Hooser, like a yep. Hooser uh, Hobbyplex. 
Good stuff. All right. Len Dog RC, do chicks dig spleens? Um, it's definitely hard to explain why I have a big ass scar on my stomach and then explain the backstory. So Okay. Good stuff. Good stuff. All right. So I'm moving on to some Facebook questions. We have Jeff Stackowitz. What's up? Stacks of Stacked RC also announced his um his leaving TLR. I can't say that I'm not surprised. I'm pretty sure that was gonna happen. Uh but he wants to know. I'm pretty sure he's joking, Matthew. My question to Matthew Gonzalez is 2.7 degrees of deviation the fast way. What color bearing should I put in my motor? Um, orange. And they need to have large red timing screws that make the deviation higher. He'll understand what I'm talking about. All right. We do have a lot of questions about, about this, about the race. Mike Fuller wants to know about the format lifetime was using. We'll address that in the yep. in the in the in the in the recap, Hunter King wants to know about the the track surface. We'll 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 talk about that as well. Chad Buckland he wants to know what needs to be done to revive participation in modified ten scale. How much of a pay cut are top stock racers taking to move up to modified? This is a great question. Yep, uh, I'll tell you what, a lot. <laughs> um, I was making pretty decent money racing stock, and mm-hmm. it was awesome. Uh, contingency for top three, um, larger contingency if I won, and a TQ. Um, so I don't make that anymore. Right. <laughs> because um, I am sitting ninth and eighth and modified truck and two wheel. So do you get any contingency for that? Yeah, for making the main at like a national a national kind of event, I get a little bit of contingency, but um, it's definitely a lot harder. And I understand why these guys are wanting to run stock still. You get, you make decent money, but the problem is the money that you're making is not going to support you long-term. And um, if you would like to do this for a job, the money isn't, the money isn't modified. But um, if you're, you know, an A-main filler, you have to come up with ways to make money mm-hmm. by sending motors for stock racers. <laughs> Um, I remember Millington told me once, Ryan Millington, he said that this is when I first found out that people make money in stock. And he was like, yeah, you know why I do stock? Because I make money at it. And he told me, like, when he won Masters one year, he got, like, three a percentage of sales for, like, three months after that, on top of contingency and all that type from, of stuff. From who? I can't remember. who. This is, we're talking a few years ago. Because that doesn't sound right at all. Like, I know. He's, he said he, he this, this was probably five years ago. And he said that he got a percentage of motor sales for like a certain amount of time after yeah. after his win. I'm like, I, uh, he ran for Phantom and he ran for, uh, and he ran for Organic Trinity. And neither mm-hmm. of those companies offer percentage of sales. So, sorry, but. I'm going to call bullshit on that. Probably, probably. But obviously he made some money because people. Yeah, no, you do make money. Like, for example, like when I won nationals, um, I think I got three grand from winning nationals in two classes and TQ combined from everything. I believe that's what I made. Okay. Okay. Good stuff. Uh, And I I know, see, it took me a long time to think of stock as a separate class. And some people are just gonna stay there, right? And and that's fine. And it's 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 definitely it's definitely what's keeping ten scale alive. Well, that's where the money is. Let's be honest. That's where the money is. People seem to enjoy it. Um, 
it it I think the the tinkerers really enjoy it. And I look at it, I've stopped looking at it as a class where you should move up. No, I would agree that some drivers should move up. Like we obviously like you, he was a great stock driver, moved up. Uh, we see Brennan Schimmel, who's an absolutely great stock driver, having his uh growing pains in in mod this year. <clears throat> I think we'll see like Kyle Go, Laverriere, and these guys go up as well eventually. Uh probably Laverriere probably is gonna go up. I don't know, maybe I'll do another year. You'll see. But <clears throat> I don't think it's mandatory for people to go up. Like if you no, like, like racing it, stock, that's what you want to do. Yeah. And you have no ambitions of being a pro driver per se, then that's where you're going to stay. Yeah. It's a, uh, it's definitely kind of weird to see like people like running stock um, for so long. Like I was like one of them. And I was always told as a kid that once you win a bunch of races in stock, you move up to modified. Mm-hmm. And, um, I thought Roar still had the rule implemented that if you want a stock national title, you can't run stock anymore. Um, honestly, I think that should be implemented again because, you know, it makes way for the new up-and-coming guys. I'm like, I love everyone who races stock, and mm-hmm. I raced stock for a really long time, and so did so did Davey and I. So this rule applies to us as well. Is Davey won the title in short course a couple of years years prior, uh, and then ran stock again in two hundred four to try to win the title again, and that should have made Davey step up to modified. Mm-hmm. But um, what sucks is that like I see some of these kids like up and coming that are like in the B mains or at the local track. They're like, oh, like I really want to run stock, like and go up to mod, but I don't see any of these other guys. Going up right, mod right, that. right. This I is get like, what you mean. These guys are setting the example for you know everybody else to run mod. I'm like, I re- I really wish modified was bigger. Maybe uh, that that rule has to be implemented again to force guys up. So yeah. like Doug would have to go up and run because uh, he's won it you know, last year as well. Yeah, he won so, Coral last year. He won Truck this year at the Carpet Nats, and then he won Two O like this year. Right. So maybe maybe. Uh, but as for regular people, if that's the class you want to stay at, you're going to stay at. Um, I think mods cheaper. It's you could come on if all the stuff people put in their stock cars, you can just throw you a mod load in there. When I won stock, I ran steel drivetrain, stock bearings, um, like I ran all the associated factory team parts that aren't that are like the the stiffer plastics and stuff like that. And then I ran the one up titanium and aluminum screws, but you like, you don't need lockouts. You don't need, uh, it's no fun. If you don't use all that stuff, it is no fun, but I did it to prove a point that you don't need any of that shit. Right, right, right. I could believe that too, but I think, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I would probably run stock myself to be honest. Honestly, like, I mean, I, I suck. I should run stock. It's fun. Like, um, I really wish Roar implemented a 21.5 class. Right. As that a, would be good. Not as like a... Uh, a beginner's not class. Not as like a national title, but just as like an exhibition class for guys but, who don't want to go in like as like an entry level mm-hmm. kind of like stock class to get into. And Roar like did the handout motor. Yeah. Roar did the handout motor. No sponsors whatsoever. So, you know, so people who are like wanting to go to a nationals, but don't want to race stock buggy, 
because everyone in there is getting a paycheck and all that stuff. It takes the intimidation out. And it takes the intimidation like out of it. I would be down for that. I would be down for that. But then there, then there's the argument that most people who are going to nationals are going there to win. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a. All right. Rob Starjoe wants to ask Maddie G, how many compounds did you use? Uh, we used, I tried silver, aqua, and blue, and we ended up on blues. Okay. All right. So my buddy, RC Vitals, he has quite a few questions. Yep. He wants to know, also check out RC Vitals, Race Until I Die. He's got some cool swag, my boy, and his YouTube channel. Go there, hit that like button. When will the one-up 13-millimeter springs come out? I've been running those for since I got out of the hospital. They've been really good. Uh, Hopefully, Randy says before the Worlds. Uh, Personally, I'm hoping after after the Worlds. But uh, they should be out here soon. He also wants to know, are you going to switch to Exalt Motors? Um, I'm probably going to continue doing what I'm doing right now, which is running for nobody. Okay. He asked, what was the biggest learning curve stepping up from stock to mod? Uh, Being top dog to little dog. So you go from bulldog to a chihuahua real quick. Okay. That's a good, good example. Yeah. What tires did he end up on at the nationals? Um, I ran blue ellipses sanded down with gray dirt tech foams front and rear. Uh, we put on a new set every day. Okay. What, what lipo battery are you using? Protec uh, 4800. And uh, what lessons have you learned running your own RC brand? Um, you can't make everybody happy. Um, what else? Your opinion means shit to other people. Um, and what else? Uh, it's probably not wise to uh, tell people how much better you are at your work rather than just to show it. I would agree there. I would agree. That's actually a very good point. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Yeah. Uh, what is his prep like for the worlds? He has a lot of questions. Yeah. Uh, my prep life for the worlds. Uh, I've been going to hobby action as much as I can afford to. Mm-hmm. And I have also been trying to run the tires locally at home. It's a little hard to with our glue track. Uh, we have to sauce them to get them to feel similar to hobby action. But, uh, yeah, it's just been trying to get as many runs on the tires and learn as much as we can. Okay. What is his thoughts on big companies buying up smaller companies, such as what we see with Horizon? Um, I don't know why Horizon would need Trinity. Doesn't make much sense. To me, it feels like Losi's trying to get, or TLR, sorry, not, not Losi, is trying to get back to the glory days of Kinwall. Mm-hmm. With getting uh, TLR, Proline, and her, and uh, Trinity all back in the same roof to uh, you know kind of get everything going and make it seem like the old school, like their mm-hmm. associates, like Reedy, like Yokomo had, like much more. So they're trying to get you know their set electronics brand. I never even thought of that because it's uh, a, it's a legacy item for Horizon or for for, for TLR. I think Trinity, the Trinity mm-hmm. name, mm-hmm. much. Speaking of Kinwald, he asked, uh, I don't know if you knew him, but did you know Kinwald? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so he asked, how did you meet Kinwald and become friends with him? Uh, my buddy, Jim Hughes. Uh, Jim and Brian were super close back then, and then they reconnected. So Jim would uh, 
Brian would come down and hang out with Jim, and I would be sitting right next to Jim hanging out like, with Brian. Uh, wealth of knowledge, super nice guy. Uh, knew a lot. It's kind of a bummer how the RC industry kind of treated him after he got sick. But um, the, the dude was probably the one of the biggest influences on me till now. I'm like, I still rock the drips on my paint scheme. Mm-hmm. Um, I love cutting and drumming stuff, even when I probably shouldn't be. So, uh, yeah. All right, because he goes on to a few more questions about Kinwald. He goes, knowing Kinwald, what do you think he would think of today's RC racing state now? Um, I'm not too sure. I'm like, only Brian would have, like, the answer to that one. Um, I know by the end of it, he was like, I don't understand why all you guys run stock for so long. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> but, uh, he would still be upset about that. Yeah. Um, he used to give me shit, like, all the time, so, but... He also asked, what are your thoughts on RC mechanics? Oh, I uh, just went on mute. I muted myself by mistake. Yeah. Uh, he wants to know, what are your thoughts on having an RC mechanic? Are you going to have one at the Worlds? And is it going to be your dad? Um, my dad is going to be my mechanic at the Worlds. Um, him and I, he hasn't really gone to many races ever since I got out of the house. So uh, this will be fun, interesting to see how it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, RC mechanics. I think if you're running stock, you don't need one, but uh, that's just how I feel. It's whatever. Um, in stock racing, it is not as you, there still is pressure, but I believe like you know, getting help is nice. Um, I never really had a lot of help when I ran stock. I'm like, I mean, like Joe Pillars would help out like once in a while, like a national and stuff like that. But for the most part, it was all me doing most of the work. So, um, honestly, I think if you can manage your time and everything else, you can do it on your own. But if you aren't very good at wrenching, there's many sources of people at your local track. I'm sure that can help you figure it out. Okay. And he has one more question from my boy RC Vitals. What did Kinwell teach you about testing, practicing, racing, and inventing new parts? Um, Try everything. Pretty much um, everything and anything that you can try. I'm like, even the most ass backwards stuff can work. Like we ran sway bars on our two wheels for the longest time. Like when Brian like would come down, like the thinnest amount of piano wire with a soft like rear spring that kind of get like an in-between feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would give the car more support in the corner. So it would have, have a little more grip. Mm-hmm. So uh, just pretty much try everything and anything that you can to kind of get, you know, the feel that you want. And you're, okay. uh, you're usually, most of the time, the crackhead ideas end up turning into really good ideas. Yeah, you know, I think we have to have a, a Kinwald edition. Um, a podcast. I have, I know, I, honestly, I only know him from the magazines. I don't yeah. know anything really about him. I've heard Rona talk about him. Obviously, Barry. Barry was the one who brought it up. Um, so I think it would be cool to maybe get a few people on her. Maybe we have to get you on there because you, you're a younger guy that got to know him. And uh, we can just talk about him and um, we can, uh, you know, tell the world about him. And I want to learn about him myself, right? Yeah. So maybe we have to arrange that and get it done. And, of course, Captain Kyosho, leader of the Kyosho fan club himself, Mike Sorchi, has one more question for you. He says, if you beat the national SC champion at his home track, are you faster than the national champion? He beat Mason in modified four-wheel straight up at Hot Rod. And I don't think I've heard the end of it since. 
So he did beat Sammy, but Sammy broke. Mason was on the track and just kept crashing. And yeah. <laughs> so Mike won. He's less upset because Kyosha doesn't have any 10 scale program now. That's why well, he doesn't. That, he that, doesn't. That's what I told him. I'm like, I just, know. I saw that. I saw that. I just that this guy is so savage. Oh my gosh. Mike Sochi, Kyosha's number one fan. Captain no, Kyosha. number one driver. He's he's the top driver in his brain. But no, 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 no. He's, he's the top driver. He's better than Lutz. He's the guy. Okay. Sochi, Lutz, and Figueroa. Sorchi okay. is, is right here. <laughs> the same guy who painted with all those guys but was scared to ask Zhao for a body. Exactly. But Sorchi, it's because he's too good. He, he, you know. I had to bring it all the way from Portugal. There we go. Sorchi is funny. Sorchi is funny. Hot, rod, hot rods. I'll do a 10 scale. A hot rod sounds fun. We ran slicks. So. <laughs> do you still go up there much at all? I My first time being there was this year. Okay. Okay. Sweet. That's sweet. Uh, that's Templeman's like home track. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. I saw that Jimmy had his. Yeah, that's cool. I, I, I Tuesday night nationals, man. One of the most fun times I've had in RC. Was going there watching that. Barry was there. My buddy Mike Hill was there. He beat up all those guys in California knee buggy too. First time ever. <clears throat> all right. Uh, thank you for the questions, everybody. Thank you for answering them. If you guys, when we, we do have you on, we will have questions for you. So get all your 10 scale questions ready. Obviously, we're going to have you on after the world's here. I'm pretty sure about that. So uh, that should be great. With that said, we're going to move on to the main part of this podcast, which is the 2023 Raw Dirt Nationals uh, recap. That is actually brought to you by uh, Techno RC and Sidewinder. Even though they don't have any 10 scale stuff. Well, yeah, Techno has 10 scale stuff. That's, they have a 10 scale four wheel drive car. Uh, but thank you to Techno RC and Sidewinder for the continued support. And uh, we're going to get ready to get into the nitty gritty here. Techno RC. Techno RC is a championship winning manufacturer of high performance A scale, 10 scale, nitro, and electric RC buggies and trucks. With a worldwide dealer network, USA and Europe based headquarters, comprehensive warranty program and global race support techno rc is excellence in rc view the full lineup of techno rc race proven vehicles by visiting www.technorc.com thank you to techno rc for their continued support also i'd like to thank you say thank you to sidewinder fuel morgan fuel has been collaborating with many of the world's top drivers for over 40 years and they have this has enabled them to test their fuels in many of the most challenging situations and take the development of competition fuels to the next level the result is the sidewinder blend obviously greg degani runs this exclusively the market's most powerful racing fuel the fuel is track tested and proven by national champions and world champions that have included ryan cavallari ryan mayfield greg degani Mark Pavitas and many more. Their top driver right now is the infamous Little Bump. These drivers did appreciate the Sidewinder is the blended perfectly for their high-performance needs of competitive racing. Don't let victory slip you through your fingers. Purchase Sidewinder today. And I believe you can purchase it through various hobby shops. I know Revelation has it. I believe Amen has it and um, all that good stuff. And you know what? Before we get into this, I am going to get on your ass because maybe Bada was at the Nationals run in Nitro. We see Kyle Go is running Nitro. Doug Leverrier is running Nitro. He was at the Nationals running Nitro. Brandon Schimmel is running Nitro. So when you see, are you going to do it for Mexico and run you see Nitro? Lefty. 
All of these guys have money. <laughs> that helps. That I helps. Have enough to live in the live in a container. Backyard. Um, I have enough to eat, and I have enough to travel and race eight, race ten scale. You know what? If I throw eight scale into that, I will be living in this container. Well, I thought you did anyway, but um, we're gonna get a petition going because we want to get you running nitro. Uh, you know, we gotta we gotta get over to Randy and say, hey, you know what, man? It's time for this guy to start running nitro. Uh, because I see all these other guys running, and you are just you know in your container there doing stock things. But uh, I hope you do. I really would like to see you run some some nitro. Maybe you can run a Kyosho with Swatchy. Oh, um, Swatchy! If you're listening to this, only he just he just gave the like a look of like <laughs> never. Um. All right. So what's up? So this was the 2023 Raw Dirt Nationals. The 10 scale nationals are now split up into carpet and dirt. I'm going to ask your opinion on that because I think we should just go back to one nationals. Um, I, you already already said that you are a dirt fan of 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 10 scale racing. I think it's I think it's a class of racing that's dying a slow death. I, I know you don't want to hear that, it but is, I believe it is for sure. And it's just be, it's not because it's just very unsustainable as a as a business model. You know, we see OCRC is closed on. We've seen a couple other. Uh, dirt tracks closed on, and I definitely think that Astro and Carpet will take over with semi-permanent tracks in the future. But as for now, we had the Dirt Nationals at a beautiful, beautiful uh, f- a track yeah. here in, uh, in Columbus. Uh, I heard Clayton say that it's actually inside of uh, another like sporting goods building or yeah, something like it's that. Inside Tell us of a bit about archery that. center. So it's a hobby town that has an archery center. So, um. We and if you pit in the VIP pits, you pit in the archery range, so that was pretty cool. Ooh, so they have a big archery shop, I take yeah. it, or just like so multiple ranges? They have a lot more archery selection than they do RC parts. Well, archery is a lot bigger than RC, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like I, I 100% understand why they have archery stuff because it's probably making them more of their money. So, I had my, my buddy Gary Stute, who's also doing a TZO team challenge in november and september he used to be a professional archer yeah and he was telling me like yeah it's bigger than rc everything's bigger than rc yeah everything's bigger than rc you know uh rubric competition yo-yo competitions um rolling cheese non hills all bigger than rc all bigger than rc Oh, so that's great. So it's a huge facility. Did you get a lot of foot traffic? Was there people around? Yeah, uh, was there, people um, there was a good amount of people going through the archery stuff. Um, not a lot of people looking at the RC car stuff, um, which kind of is a bummer. Uh, because it's not exciting. That's why it, you need to have somebody in there pumping it up. You should have had, you know what? Should have had Lance McDonald there. Everybody, Lance McDonald or Scotty Arns, because you can hear them for, for days. Well, Mike, right. uh, the announcer, like Mike Braun, does a really good job. Like he does a lot of our like local like for RC people. Yeah, that's 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 what he does for RC people. Yeah. But oh we yeah. Need to, okay. Yeah. We need to we need to make it exciting for everybody. Yeah. At least you don't be quiet like they were in the Euros. So over in the Euros, did you hear that? That they wanted complete silence. Um, I saw something that Barack can't race the or or Barack can't race the. No, Barkan can't race the German nationals because he hasn't done any. Because he hasn't done any like regional races. 
Uh, I and thought Nitro. it was because of the stuff that happened at the Euros. No, 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 no. That was e-buggy. But he's he did uh, he did a round of the Italian nationals. So I think he's going to be representing Italy next year. Uh, but at the Euros, her recently up in Netherlands, and JQ had told me this prior to that, no announcing, no clapping, no cheering, no nothing. Complete and dead, utter silence. Yeah, that kind of sucks. Like, that's literally killing the hobby. Like, how are people supposed to realize what's going on? Right. So you didn't know if you were in first, last, or second, or third, or fifth? There's just dead silent? Yeah, sounded like that. Was it because there's been they, other clapping and booing and all that stuff? No, they consider it coaching. Clapping? Clapping, cheering, all that type of stuff. Even the announcer announcing the race, apparently. That's kind of... Oh, the guy who was involved in this is like ancient. He's like 85. It, I guess. Yeah. Do you live next to a school? Because it sounds I like do. it's a. Can you, can you hear all the kids? I can hear them. I can yeah. hear them. Uh, so, anyway, uh, back to this. Uh, I've heard very good things about this track. I know Sean Harding is the guy who yep. builds all of this. I saw him at Wicked Weekend. He was not able to um, participate in Wicked Weekend because he was going on to build the track i have to say <laughs> it was it was beautiful like i have not seen a track with so much elevation yeah. big jumps yep love the big jumps all that type of stuff tell us a little bit about your first impressions of the track um, and what you thought about it the layout was really good for qualifying mm-hmm. and during practice it wasn't too bad but when racing came it was really tight like, especially coming up that uphill and stuff like that. Like, there were so many lines that, that you could have taken coming up there. So there was a lot of taken out there. Um, you mean where they but, jumped up? Yeah. Okay. So they everyone's going so, so fast, like, through there that it was just really hard to kind of race on certain parts of the layout. Sean did an awesome job with the layout, though. Um, the big-ass, like, triple uh, made me question why I – I'm running modified because uh, it was really hard to clear. Um, Spencer was doing it. Yeah, no. So at the first day, no one was doing it. It was okay. really hard. So we were all doing it. Um, I don't know why these kids are yelling so loud, but uh, the uh, the triple when you would come down, the car would kind of catch because we all run soft power here at home because there's no big jumps like that. You don't mm-hmm. need any of that any of that power. So we put in turbo and boost and all that stuff to clear. And then by then, after that, we figured it out. It was fine. But at the beginning, it was kind of a mess trying to figure out how to clear that. Well, I'm glad they had a big jump like that. No, I'm I glad really that there was a separation because stock was not as fast as mod for one. Yeah, because they couldn't do it. They had to like double yeah. single. It was, it, was a, it was a big difference. I know Paul Wynn in the 40-plus class and uh, Michael, the guy who won, Michael was doing it and Paul wasn't. And I but the guy jumped over Paul in like the last two laps to take the win in the 40 plus class. We're going to put it up her on the screen here so people can see it. So this is a two to start her. This is the downhill triple. We're talking about Uh, that is, that is a big jump in 10 scale. Like it's huge. Yeah. Uh, Pipe was a little bit higher than usual. It's like, it looks like 10 scale, uh, eight scale pipe. Was that a problem? uh, the Midwest uses this pipe a lot. Uh, mm. it, it's catches your car a lot more. And I believe if you can, if you can drive on pipe like this, it's 
you can probably be a little faster when the pipe's smaller because you could drive a little closer. Because if you can drive close on this pipe and your car not grab, it's pretty good. Well, that's uh, what we saw what happened in A1 with Brock, right? He grabbed yeah, that. Because uh, like OCRC used this pipe. Mm. For like All a right. while. So we did have a question about traction. Uh, what about that? I know I talked to you a little bit about that. You said you was, that was a little bit of a struggle boss for traction. Yeah. Uh, tell um, us a little bit about that. The first day, I'm like, I had never like been here and uh, talking to a lot of the locals. I didn't hear a lot of positive things about the traction. Mm-hmm. Um, it just they were just saying that it fluctuates a lot. So um, after hearing that, I was a little stressed. I brought sil- silver ellipse, brought silver smoothies, which is what we normally run on all of our California tracks. Um, we did not end up running those. We ended up running blue uh, J concepts. Uh, like ellipses like sanded down. Um, luckily, J Concepts brought a whole selection of tires for us to use. Mm-hmm. So thank you to you know Paul and Jason, all those guys. But uh, yeah, we were able to figure out the tire game pretty quick. I think Brock was the first one to figure out to run blues on the first day of practice. So he ran those and looked dialed. And then after that, uh, the, the traction kept coming up and up. Um, one of the first days they were power washing the track. I'm not too sure about what, what that really, does. but yeah, Sean was out there power washing the track. Uh, anytime he did it, it got better. So when we first got there, the, the dirt looked a little dry. Um, it was their first literally time. power washing the track. Yeah. Power washing the track. Someone has a video. I'll have to find so it. So it didn't like break up the track or anything when he did no, that? No, 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 no. The, oh. the, the dirt's really like compact. Sticky. Yeah, mm. so the traction, the track stayed really smooth all weekend. Um, wasn't bumpy or anything like that. Um, it was just a matter of figuring out like the tire game, which was okay. the hardest part. Like I, I remember seeing some guys doing wheelies and other guys doing donuts. Mm. Pretty much during qualifying, the traction was really good for three minutes, and the last two would fall off. I felt like the last day of qualifying, it wasn't like that, and on main day, it, the traction stayed the same the whole main. Or okay. for every five minute run, it just took a while for the track to progress and get there. We're going to get into more of qualifying there, but an interesting story. This was brought to me by, uh, we just mentioned his name, Paul Lemieux and Chase Lemieux, but they reached out to us here at the No Name RC podcast as somewhat of a sponsor, what of this podcast. An interesting story about this that they told me was uh, that they had a new cutting edge tire traction compound called Grip Doctor, yep. which is made by Gravity RC and made its debut. And at the event, racers were sw- apparently swarming Paul Lemieux to be yep. able to get their hands on this product. Um, I think there was a lot of, uh, you seen that meme with Dave Chappelle, like, you guys got any of that? Yes. Like, grip yes. Doctor? That, that was definitely everyone at the Nationals. You got any of that Grip Doctor? So, yeah, apparently there was only a limited supply of it during the event. So teams and racers had to begin rationing their quantities of it. Like, I heard yeah. that. You couldn't run it on stadium truck because it used too much. Apparently. Yeah, there was uh, one of the guys on the associated used it on their stadium truck and uh, definitely got an earful about it. Really? Because half the bottle was being used on his stadium truck. That's crazy. Um, I heard that the benefits of the races saw their speeds increased by as much as 0.200ths of a second. Yep. And uh, apparently, grip, do- grip Doctor is odorless and works extremely well for most classes and conditions. This may be, apparently, I'm told this may be the most versatile tire additive ever to become available. And uh, it's available for purchase now directly from teamgravityrc.com. 
Ash or ask your local hobby shop about it. If you do order it, uh, tell them you heard about it on the No Name RC podcast. So yeah. made by Paul Lemieux. His son was uh, Paul Lemieux was there. I'm going to yeah. have him on the podcast here shortly because I want to know his story. His son Chase was very well as uh, was doing very well there as well. But if if you're saying that this was the stuff to be on, then um, it's it's pretty amazing. They've they've stumbled onto something here. Then yeah, no, like. um, it definitely looked like the stuff to be on for sure. Um, like it seemed like from what running the stuff that I ran compared to what everybody else, like, like was running the amount of fall off was way different. Not, so, is yeah. it truly odorless and has no smell? Yeah, it doesn't like smell that. like anything. Um, probably tastes good. You know, so there's all that. Stuff. I hope nobody tasted it. I really do. <laughs> I really do. All right, so let's get into the nitty-gritty of her. Let's get into qualifying. So qualifying, uh, let me just get out of her. Um, qualifying was pretty interesting. So we saw, let me bring it up here. In modified two-wheel drive, we saw Brock Champlin, who was dom- super dominant. In her. He, went, uh, he went 0-0-5-2. So he was on point. Like, Brock was out there. So, so that tells me that Schumacher has been really working really hard on their their dirt program for their cars yeah. as well. <clears throat> so he was in first. He TQ'd, followed by Dakota Fenn, Spencer Rifkin, Ty Tasman, doing it for X-ray in two-wheel drive, Taylor Sontag, Tom Rinderneck in sixth, Dustin Evans seventh, Ryan Cavalier eighth, Chase Lemieux ninth, and you. They're in tenth. With a, you had a you had a twenty five DNF, dude. What happened there? Yeah. So my cars the first round decided all to break. Mm. It was really fun. Uh, there was definitely a lot of uh, just a couple radio taps and a, a lot of uh, f bombs. But uh, after the first round of qualifying, we figured it out. Dude, you got it in by the skin of your chinny chin chin. You had an eight, a six, and a ten. Yeah. And then Dominic Paxioni was behind you in 11th. Lee Satzer, Brandon Simro, and Aiden won. I think Aiden was the biggest surprise out of all of this. Did not make one A-man. Uh, no, did not make one A-man. I heard it was the tires. I heard Proline was not very good there. Well, Tater was in the mains. So I forgot that he runs Proline. I did. Um, yeah. Tater was in the main. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep, yep. Could be, could be, could be, could be something. Taylor's been doing, actually, been really doing really well lately. Taylor's been dialed, uh, like he is. He has been very dialed. Um, so let's look at four wheel drive real quick. Uh, hold on, just bringing up my notes. Four wheel drive mod was Rivkin. He was on fire. He had a three five and a two zeros. Brock Champlin not too far behind him with a zero four twelve and a two. Tater Sontag. Now, I I think this is so. I think these are now how they didn't start because I know they went if Mar style. So I think Taylor was one down below. He started in fourth in this sense uh, because now all the mains are switched into raw style, uh, yeah. raw qualifying now. So Taylor uh, really was supposed to start third, but started fourth. Yeah. Uh, and then um, we saw Chase Lemieux, who actually TQ'd round two of this race. Uh, I have, let's just let's just stop and talk about this young man because he's very impressive. How old is he? 16, 17. All right. As Barry says, I knew Chase when he was in his dad's sack. Um, that's what he said on our live one time. 
this kid seems to be turning it up her in 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 eight. He was the top X-ray driver. He was the top X-ray driver. He usually he was the top X-ray driver at the world's like warm up. Exactly. Um, this kid's the real deal. No joke. Uh, you know what? I'm, you know what I'm gonna say. He needs to run some nitro. Uh, like he does. He seems to be very good, and I I don't know much about him. But he seems when you take, go to the, the Dart National and take you around, and you are the top extra driver at the end of the day, you are you have some talent. I mean, it's not hard to. to his dad was very talented as well. Uh, we see old man Dustin Evans who came in fifth, Dakota Fence sixth, which I'm shocked at because I thought that four drive would be bad, just as we be his class. Something then, sounds wrong with his four wheel. Like, um, like when he would go out there, something sounded like it was about to fall apart. I also heard that he's using a different radio. We saw that at Wicked Weekend too. Maybe getting adjusted to that. Of course, look. I'm gonna say it. He's out there using a Sanwell M17. He saw it at Wicked Weekend. From I know he's supposed to use the Spectrum stuff, so he's switching over to that. We have long, long, long said that probably that the Spectrum is the one of the reasons why he's not doing as well. But I think he has to get used to this radio, maybe now. So I'm sorry, I saw it at Wicked Weekend. I'm not gonna say that I didn't see it. I saw it. So I'm just saying. I'm just saying what we all saw. Uh, Tom Rendon Connect. Tom had a solid making yeah. both mains. I think that's solid for him. Ty Tessman, Ryan Cavallari, and Lee Setzer made it in four wheel drive. Uh, Davy Bada beat you. You came in 12th. You had a you, you had a, you had another you, you had a DNF in the round. Then you had a nine, eight, and an eight. So you actually had some better qualifying rounds in your four wheel drive, but obviously it wasn't enough to get you into the main. And um, Brandon Schimmel probably going through the same growing pains as you did last year. Yeah. Moving up to mod, uh, not making any finals here uh, at all. It doesn't look like, but the B man was stacked, super stacked. Um, let's look at seventeen five two wheel drive buggy. Kyle go, I like Kyle. Uh, super fast. He went two zero four zero, and uh, Doug Laverdier he had a zero six zero zero and a ten. Sorry, Talon Henley was impressive, like you said. He was in third. Nate Sutherland fourth. Zach Gastelum. He's from Colorado, right? He's from Colorado, but he lives in Indiana now. Okay. He was in fifth. Chase Raymond, one of the Dyad, one of the twins. Mason Templeman, Tyler Hooks, and Tyler Patinod. Uh, and Jeff Stacks, they're in tenth. And uh, Florida's Kai Goff was just out. This was a big contention because a lot of people said that he should have been in the main. But, so uh, according to the points, he was not in the main. Now, this is under Roar, mm-hmm. what I'm looking at. And I had a, a couple of RDs look at this, and it was a little bit confusing, but he actually did not miss any of the mains. No, yeah. So he was supposed to be in the B main. Kai Golf, great, great, great driver, uh, stock driver down there in Florida. And um, probably missing out on this was him, Levi Raymond. And there we have that kid Noah Ward you was talking about as well. So he's in the in the B main. Let's look at four wheel drive. So it was Nate Sutherland who actually won this in the end. Zach Gastelum, Mason Templin, Talon Henley, Doug Lavernier, Tyler Patton, Tyler Hawks, Chase Raymond, Kyle Go. I find it that I'm I'm why did these two guys who Losi has probably one of the best four wheel drives out there, but they seem to struggle a little bit. We saw Fenn struggle. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, it seems like Associated has honestly really figured out their full role ever since this mm-hmm. point two like came out. And mm-hmm. I think you know, Losi's had pretty much the same car since it came out. Mm. And um what's that saying in Jurassic Park with like the evolution uh life finds a way? Mm. So you're uh, trying evolution. to say that they need to start building a new four-wheel drive. What I'm saying is evolution finds a way. There we go. There we go. Uh, I would I would agree with that. And then uh, fit tiling off was Levi Raymond. So one twin made the no both twins made it this time. And um, Kai Goff once again in eleventh, right there on the cusp of making it. Uh, and then you also made modified stadium trucks. So we had Fenn, Tasman, Evans, Rifkin, Chase Lemieux, Cavallari, Gonzalez, Tater, Lee, and Brock with that Schumacher. Brock, Brock finished one run. Really? So everyone else finished all their runs. Brock finished one run and made. Really? He did too. I'm looking at it. He DNF'd. What? Well, I. Okay. Oh, Mike. That's. You know what? As a driver, I would be embarrassed about that. He, he had a nine, a 16, an 18, and a seven. Wow. So that's nine. Embarrassed, or everyone who finished behind him should feel embarrassed. Everybody finished behind him should be, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because, like, uh, I remember like looking at the points like after the race, I'm like, oh, I want to see where I qualify. I look at the 10 spot, I expected it to be Fenster or Horn, and it's Brock and that Schumacher truck. See, they don't really race that over in the UK. No, they kept breaking. Ooh, that's not good, not good at all. Luckily, there's no worlds for that, so you don't have to worry about that coming up. Uh, and congrats. You don't run much truck either, but you made it. I did, the first time I ran it was a uh, first time seating run. Okay. <laughs> and then I guess we'll look at 13.5 stadium truck. Uh, my buddy, Patrick Rossiter, he made it. Tom Sherman. So Sherman and Sherman, Owen Simon. So these are a lot of the local guys there that made it, I would say. I don't know who Brendan Edwards is. But uh, that's, not, that's, that's the, the dumb Okay. And and then I guess everybody decided to run um 13-5. Why don't I have any any scoring for 13-5 story? What's going on here? No scoring whatsoever for 13-5. Everybody decided to run short course. Hmm. Well, because short course was the title class. Uh, truck was an exhibition class. Oh, okay. I did not understand that when you said that. So we had Doug Leverrier, Mason Templeman, Nate Southern, and Mason ended up winning this. Did he win? He won short course, right? Yeah. Right. Uh, Nate Southern and Brendan Edwards, Justin Sherman, Tom Sherman, father and son, racing against each other. Arthur Staphylopoulos. I met him at Wicked Weekend. Ryan Garnett, Govette, Teddy Davis, and Richard Lewis, Sean Alfonso. So they actually canceled mod, mod uh, short course because there were no yeah. entries. So, um, which I'm, I'm, I agree with very low entries for this race, very low entries. I think, I think what we're seeing here is I think we need to go back to one nationals. I think it needs to be in April because everybody wants to be outside at this time. And I, I know you're not going to like what I have to say, but carpet is just taking over, man. And I think they should just yeah. rotate it. They should have one nationals on carpet. That next year, then in the following year on dark until I, I until darts done. Yeah. Um 
it seems like sadly dirt like these guys want instant grip i want instant grip so um it just seems like slowly and slowly the dirt thing is starting to phase out which is a bummer um i don't mind carpet i just don't really have a need to go with run carpet so. well the the issue with the dirt thing is to a lot of tire prep you well, know sending off those, stuff, those threads the glue stuff the glue takes away all the tire prep okay and i think the the big issue is sustainability right having a dirt track or clay track as a business model is extremely hard to make track changes because we, uh, Amer- Americans love to have a lot of track changes. Uh, but when you think of the carpet stuff, we're looking at oh, how they do carpet astro, how they do it in the UK and Europe. It's a lot of temporary uh, semi-permanent tracks. Basically people renting out school halls, church halls, putting yeah. up a track in a night, different layout every time. And people it's, I, let's be honest, like for new people driving on carpet and, and, and astro is just easier. Yeah. So it's it's, it's, it's a no brainer. Come to a dirt track, it's intimidating to watch these guys rip wheelies, traction roll, and then you go out there and you're just doing donuts full time. Okay. So. All right. Enough about that. I still think we need to go back to one nationals. I think it's gonna because one is gonna hurt, right? The, the carpet yeah. nationals was popular, and the dirt nationals wasn't as popular. <clears throat> um. Who was your surprises in qualifying then? Who surprised you in, in mod qualifying? And um, who was you who 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 was your biggest winner? Who was your biggest loser in qualifying? Um, the surprises that I really had in qualifying. I didn't really no one really surprised me. Like I knew Chase was really fast in four wheel. Mm-hmm. So I knew he was gonna be up there. And then um there's no one that really was like in modified, at least that like I think the biggest surprise was Aiden. Not making any of these mains. Yeah, like That's that. De- definitely not making the mains for Aiden was not um, not good for him. I thought. No, because got, I mean he is a pro driver, right? And he got he got black flagged in stadium truck. I saw that because his car was broken and he's just going crazy. He's having fun, but you can't be doing that while other people out there racing as well. So, not a good weekend for Aiden Horn. Not a good weekend for him. Um, I hope he can get it together for the not for the worlds coming up. Obviously, he should be fine for uh, yeah. the worlds. I think. I so. think so, but it's gonna be it's gonna be so hard, so hard. Um, maybe my biggest surprise is not seeing Fend as dominant as we yeah, expected. Um, I don't know what's been kind of going on. Uh, he was really dominant the last two years. Then, like this year, at least coming into the worlds, he hasn't been as dominant as I've seen him recently. Spencer looked good. Brock looked good. Tater looked good. Uh, no Mayfield, but I, I, I don't think we're going to see Mayfield do much dart racing. Period. He seems to like carpet, um, and not as much ten scale. Period. Anyway, busy yeah. schedule. Um, he'll be at the worlds, I'm sure, but yeah, he has he a family, all that type of stuff. So I think we're seeing Mayfield go the way of kind of what Tebow. Has gone, uh, yeah, eight scale, maybe do some carpet racing now and then uh, because he told me he really enjoys carpet racing. So I understand that. I understand that 100%. All right, so we move on to the mains. Um, going into this, let's bring those up. I, I really wish, I know we need to, if one rule we can update, I would like to see us figure out how we can get bump ups. I really would like to see um, 
maybe people that don't make the B main. I think we can go to maybe a few more entr- few more positions. I mean, we see twelve. I think is at the worlds. Twelve at an eight scale worlds. No, at a at a an yeah. eight scale. It's twelve. Oh, it's it's ten at the problem is these tracks are so small. Right, but, but maybe I think maybe we have to. Where did I see where they did? Um, they had bump ups. Oh, but they had like a one race for the bump ups. Ooh, where was it that I watched the other day? I would like to see another chance for people to try and bump up into the main. Maybe just maybe, have a B main bump. Maybe just like an LCQ. Mm-hmm, I wouldn't mind mm-hmm. seeing that, like in like a last chance like qualifier. Well, LCQs are always exciting, right? Yeah, I would like to see that too because I think we we, I maybe just nine go through and one goes through. If it was like the LCQ. A, if it was like a. Uh, like a heads up kind of, you know, like how BHRC used to do the super pole stuff, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like where you do like a lap. And if you're last, like you get knocked out, mm. like, like, so every lap someone has to pull off. Maybe, maybe, or maybe we just take eight through guaranteed through. And then from there on, you have to, you know that would mean you would have had to be in the LCQ. Yeah. yeah. But I think that gives people once one one last chance, right? Have an LCQ, and then then we go to your B mains. Then you can have your B mains and all that type of stuff. I think I think it's time we saw something like that because we've had these rules for as you know for a, one, time, yeah. for a long time. I would like to see that. Um, if if we can't get maybe one or two more entries, maybe one or two more participants in the A main, yeah. uh, I would like to see. Because we'll just make it exciting, right? And we'll give people yeah. one more shot, one more shot to make it, and we'll make it for a great mad dash. Every LCQ that I've watched in eight scale is is great. So I, I hope that we can do something like that. Because then, like it's like, all right, then we see then we see people like what happened in the B man with Aiden. Yeah, you know what I mean? Just out there sending it, not really worried yeah. about it because you know, really, he should he runs to be in the A man like everybody, yeah. but he should have probably been in the A man. Yeah. So that will be good to see. Maybe we can see some um, advancement in those type of rules as we go forward in in ten scale racing. But uh, let's go to race results. So we'll go through mod real quick, and then we'll touch on. Uh, we're just going to do mod two wheel drive and four wheel drive. So we saw fend and two wheel drive. So two a two of two wheel drive. Let's bring that up because this is where a big kerfuffle had. We, we slowed it down. I actually have it here. I'm, I'm going to show it on this. I can't stop it, but let's have a look at. Getting hung up in the S's there. It looks like it was Brock getting hung up in the S's. Drag race down the back straight, and we got Dakota and Spencer drag racing down the back straight. Spencer looking for a place to get by as they come through the front triple. Watching the triple, guys. You got one at the start of the triple, right at the beginning. Of So for those of you not 
that are listening to this on audio, that was the incident between Rifkin and Fend. Yeah. We saw Brock, He prior to that, he hit that pipe, and that took him out of contention. He started on pull. Now, when I first saw this, I thought it was... A, I, I still think that no call was the best call. Uh, yeah. Barry Connor went in deep last night, and he said, you can see where, where Rifkin's tires are pointed left or whatever, and I understand that. Um, I still think that Dakota got very loose out of there, yeah. and then like, Rif, Rifkin shot the gap. He shot the gap, and he went for it. you hold too much ass, you definitely got, got loose because it unsettled the car like and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. From what I saw in the corner of my eye, Dakota got loose. Spencer had nowhere to go, and Spencer just pinned it. Yeah, I we we can all talk about it afterwards. Yeah. Um I, I still think the right call was made. I heard there was some kerfuffle. They kinda were arguing with each other after how how bad was that? It wasn't too bad. Okay. Um, like uh honestly I didn't really hear much, but Well these two have gotten it gotten together for, for the last few years, right? We are yeah. talking about AE superstar versus uh TLR superstar. So and a long time rivalry here. Uh in the end, it didn't really affect it. Fenn ended up ended up winning it. Uh, he actually, so he went. Yeah, actually finished ninth in this, and then he went uh, one and and he won a two and a three. We saw Spencer Rifkin; he came second and second. We yeah. saw at some point, I think, in a three where they had a good battle going on. Yeah, so they had a good battle, and then Spencer shorted the triple. He shorted the triple, caught him back up. Brock got out of the way for them which I was shocked that he did that. I was actually shocked that he did that because I knew him and Rifkin have had some kerfuffle as well. But he knew that he wasn't going to beat or get far, so he let them battle out. Then we saw, I think, Rifkin made another mistake. Not sure. I can't remember where. And that allowed uh, Fenn to get by. I like when races go down to a threes, so I was happy about that. And congratulations to good old Fenn. I think he won this last year as well, right? Yep, so he won duo a- and Spencer won four. So they defended their titles. Right. And uh, we saw Brock come in third. Cavallari, I just noticed that, had a fourth. So I think that's a good result for Cavallari. Positive result for him. Uh, Dustin Evans in fifth. Tessman sixth. Chase Malamu in second, uh, seventh. Renanek, you, uh, Matty G. And then, and then after a great start and great, you know, finish qualifying fifth, like Taylor just kind of blew out. He got two stop and goes too in one race. Yeah. Did he, he just have a breakdown? Got me in stadium truck, and then he kept, yeah, he just kept going for it. Uh, he blew out. He blew out mentally then, as well. All right. So two wheel drive was probably the most interesting one for us in mod. And then uh, let's look at mod four wheel drive, where we saw Riff can go one one, and then obviously he didn't race, so he won that in two A's. Uh, and I didn't realize that Chase had come second. So congratulations to him. Yeah. He got a second, a, f- a five, and a two. Brock, after, you know, another great qualifying, kind of just wasn't there. He got a four, a six, and a one. So that six really messed him up. Yeah. Uh, Tater, who started, should have started third, but started fourth, had a much better showing in four-wheel drive, yeah. a, f- a five, second, and a fourth. Beating Rifkin, uh, beating, sorry, beating Fend in this. So Fend just, had, just does not have a, a very good four-wheel drive weekend at all. Uh, so Dustin Evans, and fifth, Tessman sixth, uh, Dakota Fenn seventh, Rinna Connect eighth, Cavallari ninth, and Lee Setzer for Associated getting in there uh, in the last tenth. Yeah. And um, yeah, just kind of uh, 
I guess the biggest disappointment would be Fenn not doing well in four-wheel drive her. Yeah, like he he was his stuff looked good in practice, and then it just didn't seem like it translated well out in racing. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rifkin was definitely the toast of the town in four-wheel drive. He looked good. His car looked good. Uh, and then I guess his biggest competition at that point would have been Brock, who just kind of fell off, I would say. Or just made mistakes. Yeah. He just made a lot of mistakes. Uh, good, good, good second place for Chase Lemieux. Uh, not what Brock wanted. And I would say a good four for Tater. A very good yeah. four for Tater. Tasman probably not too happy with, with six. Tasman and Tenskill has been struggling. The, you know, and the he, X-ray he four wheel drive is to be good. He shows up and then it just goes downhill for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, he took man. Tom out in uh, A2 of two wheel pretty bad. He did? Was Tom upset about that? Yeah. But, of course, it wasn't Ty's fault. But <laughs> not when your dad's the team manager, you know? Probably not too happy about being beat, not being number one and having Chase being up there, I would say. And Chase was the guy, for sure. The second happened. Who do you think is going to be the number one out of the uh, North American X-ray guys at the world? I would, uh, you know what? I, I want Tom. Tom's my boy, but Chase has been Chase been pretty dialed. I think so too. I think so too. I think we're going to see uh, the ten scale wheels continue for for Ty. The only thing that I would say Ty has going into this is experience. I think we're going to see Bruno do well. I think Chase Lemieux is going to be. Man, I'll tell you what, I wouldn't be surprised if Chase Lemieux is the top X-ray guy, period, at the Worlds. Yeah, because he was a top X-ray guy at the race. Yes. So we shall see. We shall see. We shall see. It's going to be interesting. And then, uh, okay, since you, you did well in this, we'll, we'll talk about it. Uh, I got two sixes and a 10, I think, or a nine. Modified stadium truck. Fenn dominate, like, dominated this A1, A2. Dustin Evans, a five, a three, and a one. Chase Lemieux, also looking good. Second, ninth, and a second. Rivkin, fourth, two, five. Tasman, fifth. Cavallari, sixth. Brock, as you said, his car broke every time, but still starting to backpack. You got an eight, a six, and a six. Not bad for not running stadium truck for a very long time. Yeah. So good stuff. Making two finals. Good weekend. Solid weekend for you. Probably not the two finals that you wanted to make. Obviously, two-wheel drive. Four-wheel drive would have been, you know, your yeah, class. Yeah, I definitely you would have traded my truck main for the four-wheel main. Yeah, I, I'm sure most would. I'm sure that uh, Dakota Fenn would have wanted the same thing because his four-wheel drive was not very good. And um, all right, so let's move into our favorite pink pinions for life, stock or spec stock mod reading. as we're calling it. Uh, we'll start with four-wheel drive because that's where the we did have some some drama with this uh, after the fact because uh, we had Nate Sutherland who was fucking flying actually now looking at it he went he was dialed he went a one he went two and then he had two firsts after that and then followed yeah. by Talon Henley Taylor Patinard Zach Gasolum Mason Templin Chase uh, and then Levi Raymond and Tyler Hawks and Kyle Gook. once again we see the the Losi not doing well here. And well, I didn't realize Losey, that. So Losi swept the podium in four row. Oh, that's right. Nathan Ron Losi. Sorry. Uh, and Talon Henley and Tyler Patinard. So I, I will back. I didn't know what they ran. But 
the top guys in that class, like Kyle Go in ninth. What happened to Doug? Ugh, he how could you go from two wheel drive winning that um, to not doing I so watched, well? I marshaled the mains and everything looked fine. He just um just just crashed, I guess. He just blew up. My one of the twins showed up in A three of four wheel. He qualified tenth and got a two the last. Let's race. see. He did. He did do that. Which one was that? Oh, that was a Levi. Person. So yeah, Levi. Oh, wrong person. Where? Where? What happened to my results here? Um, hold on. So, hold on. Two thirteen five. Levi. Yeah, he had a two in a three. Um, well done to Nate Sutherland and Tyler Henley and Tyler yeah. Patenard. Um, so the controversy with Nate was. Uh, there was a picture of his car under the hood, and he had two fans running. So the rule with that is, is that you can have two fans on your car, but you can only have, but you can't have it on the speed control. Oh, so that's two, the rule. You can put two fans wherever you would like. Oh, so where did he have his fans? He had his fan on. So you can have it on the speed control and motor, or you can have two on the motor and not on the speed control. I guess. Okay, so he really didn't do anything wrong then. So what was all that kerfuffle for? Somebody stupid. on the internet. Because people are stupid. People on the internet found it. I mean, what are you going to do? So anyway, if his car passed tech. Okay, so I wasn't even too clear in the rules. So you can have, two, according to the rules, you can have two fans, but they can they cannot be on the two fans on the ESE. So you can have two fans on the motor, or you can have one fan on the ESE and one fan on the motor. So he actually broke no fucking rules. No, he broke no rules. So why the fuck is everybody getting so upset about it? Everyone on the internet that's all like, oh, he broke the rules, he broke the rules. Well, see what happens. People were, I know what's going on. So people were trying to just, they were trying to find something and get Raw to change because of the decision that they made in, in two-wheel drive, in 17-5. It's just, um, just stupid. Like, like Nate and his family work really hard for just yes. people to try to, you know, discard his hard-earned win over something stupid like a fucking fan. Does a fan make that much difference? It still has to drive. It can. It could be the. It, his he said his stuff wasn't getting that hot, and he didn't even really need two fans. He just had it on there, and they did. They never said anything about it, so he was like, whatever. So he did not break any rules. Let's just get that clear. Okay. All right. So congratulations, Nate Sutherland. You won it. Young. It seems like we always the internet. And everybody wants to turn on these young drivers, and they do something good. Um, if tech let it pass, and if it wasn't supposed to be on there due to tech, they still they let it pass. They would have said like okay. something. Tech, tech the first day for motors was kind of a mess. Okay. But, I'll go into it. You can go into so, it if you want. Um, usually at a roar nationals, you take the whole motor apart. That means mm-hmm. the rotor is out of it. The sensor board is off and the stator is just checked for, uh, the resistance of it with nothing in it having mm-hmm. the rotor in there affects the stator resistance to a point so what these guys did this weekend is i'm not shaming them i'm just saying it's a row nationals go ahead give much, them the grief the give them the grief they need to get better everyone people could have cheated by this weekend if they really wanted to okay so they just took the staters and put the clips to them and checked it and said that you were good. Mm. We're at Aurora Nationals. It needs to be more than that, you're saying. Let's get a little more serious than that. 
because everyone could have cheated. Now, I'm not saying, you know, people cheated, but they could have if they wanted to. They could have got away with it. That's what you're trying to say. Okay. Maybe they need to contact you and figure out how to fix that, I would say. Uh, I thought it was dumb that they didn't check everything. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm sure they checked the rotor part number and stuff, but to do the tech correctly, you have to have the rotor out of the stator. That's how Roar Mm -hmm. has checked it in the years. That's how they did it. When I ran stock, they made us take the motor all apart and then put it back together. I didn't see any of that. What? Okay. So what tires were they running in four-wheel drive? Because they had to have a spec tire, right? So stock stock truck or the the 13.5 like short course class, the two-wheel drive stock and 13.5 four-wheel all ran S3 bald bald eagles. Mm -hmm. And is there a rule on the other things? Okay, but the other thing was people using diesel fuel. That's another thing we heard. People using diesel fuel. That was another thing that was brought up. According to the raw rules, diesel fuel is not allowed. So mm-hmm. whoever like use that if you want or something like that. Yeah, but how do you tech that? You you can smell it. It's it's fuck it's pretty lethal. So why if people thought that were people were using this, why wasn't it protested? They said that they went up to tech and said that it was being used, but protested. That's what the protest rule is there for. Yeah. There was that and then um there was no spec sauce and then there was no so people were allowed to run other foams. Mm-hmm. I think if you're running stock, it's spec tire, spec foam, spec sauce. Should they just have preludes? It's a lot of work, but yeah. It would eliminate, but then people would be like, well, what if my tires come unglued? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. You, you Interesting. can have the manufacturer do it. I'm sure the manufacturers have the power to do preglued tires. Yeah, that's what I mean. Come from the manufacturer, pretty good. Then people, then I guess people will be like, "Well, we can't pick the proper firms, or they want to go through the best firms they can find, and all that type of stuff." But people were using other foams in, in in the tires, and then the Raymond twins found that out late. So it just it was kind of a mess. You were playing the tire game that you would play at a at another big event when it should have just been spec and easy for. for it should have. Event. It should have had spec firms. I agree with yeah. you. And it should have probably had a spec sauce, and your tires should have been impounded. Yep. For sure. So for two wheel drive, everybody had the bold, bold eagles. How mm-hmm. was that? Was so was they were they good in the track at all? Or um, it- if you had the right foams and you had the right sauce, they were good. So there, I agree. You know what? I agree with you. Should have had spec sauce, spec foams, and tires should have been impounded. You should have had to go sauce at a table that was covered. Uh, that was invest. Like you know what I mean? You should have had to sauce at the table. Let your tires grow. Uh, yeah. Definitely, uh, if you're going to have spec tires, have all the other stuff spec. I would, I would assume, I would, I would agree with that. Um, but congratulations to Nate; he wins that. And um, Talon, Patinot, Gastelum, T- Templeman, good stuff to them. And then, of course, we're going to move on to which caused all the controversy this past weekend. So I remember messaging you because I heard there's some controversy going on, and I'm like, "What's going on?" And it's like. They uh they took the title from Kyle. Um, and I'm just like, what? Because honestly, I thought he had won. Now we did go over this last night on uh yeah. no, on like, the podcast. At first, like but I want your I opinion because you was there. You was there, you're a racer. First, and I didn't I was like uh I was told Doug protested. But and I heard I he didn't. I heard Doug, he just asked. 
And after talking to Doug and a couple other like people, because at first I was like, Doug, here we go again. But after talking and hearing from a couple people, including him, he did not protest. He just went up there and clarified the rules and asked them what was going on. He got clarification, and that clarification ended up getting him the win. By the rules, Doug won. So... For so we're gonna go into these questions. Do you so in the meeting they said that you are running raw rules? This is a raw a raw race. I understand that a mistake was made with not clicking that button in the scoring to run raw qualifying. Now qualifying in the mains is separate, right? So yeah. um I will say this. I know a lot of people said that Kai Goff missed missed the mains, but he didn't. People checked everything. I've had various RDs check it. They said, no, he didn't miss it. Clayton himself went through it. Yes. Raw fucked up. They should yeah. have just clicked that button. They but messed we, up. They did, but it did not. In this case, it did it not. didn't affect anybody's qualifying. Exactly. Making so for the main. For this just main. The position. Right. Not even that. So Doug, the two people that were talking about Doug and Kyle still would have started in the same position that they're at. Um, I thought Kyle had won. I think where where Raw fucked up again was not saying unofficial results. Yes. This is why the year ahead. I won, they said uh after I crossed the line, they're like Matthew Gonzalez is your unofficial Roar national champion. Mm-hmm. Then they took my shit apart, deemed me a champion. Well, that's how it's supposed to be. So they did. They did bobble. They did mess up by jumping the gun, declaring Kyle the champion. Um. So then after, and you know what, Doug had every right to ask about this because. So for those of people out there, it doesn't look. People's gonna say oh, it started on Ifmar and it should have finished on Ifmar. It is a raw race. I agree with Barry one hundred percent. I don't care how everybody's emotional. Everybody's passionate. Everybody wanted Kyle to win. It seems he's obviously a more popular racer, but at the end of the day, excuse me. What's shitty is people were shitting on Doug for it. Like Doug was getting really fucked up messages, and because people are stupid. One of the guys told told Doug at the race was like, um, "If you wanted the trophy so bad, then you can fucking have it." I'm not gonna say who said it, but I heard there was a lot. I heard there was like I heard Clayton was surrounded. I heard yeah. people up in his face, all this type of stuff. You know what, man? That type of stuff should not be happening. That's the that, reason why people don't want to race is because, you, you know, you you just get shit on. For, for you know way. what? Doug did nothing wrong. Yeah. Absolutely. And he messaged me and um, he said, thank you for being neutral. I said, you did nothing wrong. You won. You, you know, I even heard that maybe even they were thinking about maybe there was a suggestion of it being a co-champion. no. He won. Yeah. And then I heard that, you know, they said that Kyle slowed on. No, you could he did not slow down. You did not slow down. It doesn't, he still had to go fast, right? To win. I think yeah. I think I think the behavior after the fact is worse than anything. There should be nobody surrounding officials. There should be nobody up in the, in the, each in the driver's face or or whatnot like that. Because at the end of the day, that looks bad, right? The decision is decision. Yeah. The hardest, the right decision is the hardest decision to make. They fucked up. That you, you people. Every uh, he was announced the winner. Yes, by error. But when you did the math, 
it it didn't it it didn't work out. I feel bad yeah. for Kyle because he went on a very no, it's, emotional it's roller coaster. It's a shitty situation for everybody, but the way it was handled towards Doug's part sucks. Of course it does. He he did the right thing. He did he asked. He won by raw rules. He is your champion. Yeah. And it was by I don't know, like two tenths of a second or whatever. I can't remember the exact the exact calculation. But if the shoe would have been on the other foot, the same people that were all up in the officials' faces and the same people on the internet that are crying and all that type of stuff, they would be rejoicing right now and saying, well done, Roar, you did the right thing and all that type of stuff. I think the yeah. best attitude people, like the guy who should be the most upset at this should be Kyle Bill, right? And you know what Kyle said to me? And I, I, I said to my master, I said, hey, man, keep your head up. I know you wanted this. Um, you have a bright future ahead of you. Because I like Kyle. I met him at Masters of Art. I like, I like Doug. I like, I like all these guys, right? And he goes, you know what? I will have to win it in two. I will have to win two A-mains next year. And I said, you, you, you got that right. Because it's like boxing. You do not leave it in the hand of the judges. You knock them people out. Yeah. Doug did absolutely nothing wrong. So there's people who are messaging Doug and whatever. Like, just fuck off. Like, yeah. I'm going to tell you. Like, I'm going to just tell you. Like, just fuck off. He won. He did nothing wrong. He went yeah. up there. He won. He asked the question. And then the, the issue was that people, if Raw would have said, hey, we're going to use Ifmar rules, then okay, Kyle won. They have a point. But it's a Raw race. Raw fucked up by not putting that button. People knew it was like that the entire, yeah. why didn't anybody go up and say, hey, we're running Ifmar qualifying. We need to fix it. I don't know if that happened, but they should have. They should have pointed it out to Raw. All this type of stuff. And at the end of the day, at the end of the day, I don't care how emotional people are. The right decision was made. And Doug did absolutely nothing wrong besides doing the math. So to get on that young man about him doing that is fucked up. And I I, I don't like the, like my boy Danny was telling me, he was like, Keenan, you should have seen it. Like it was like 30 people surrounding Clayton and they were all arguing. It really it was like we went to dinner. And it just, we sat there and we're like, you know, like, like Doug's like sitting there all bummed out. Like he's like, he shouldn't you know, be bummed guys, out. He should be he's happy. Like, all these guys are messaging me. I'm like, if I could show you the messages that he was getting. I'm, I'm not surprised. Cause if I saw, I saw the attitude from people on the internet. I'm right? like, I like, it just sucks. Cause he does work really hard. Like I give Doug shit all the time, but you know, at the end of the day, like we're all buddies. We all see each other again. Right. And Doug, that's it. Man, I I'm actually kind of disgusted with the behavior. And no, I, like if if you could see the messages that some of these like some well, of I heard the about the, all the aggression like, at the race, you know, are, and I think like regarded very highly in this industry, you know, and then all the Facebook stuff and then everything. Like some of the guys that sent Doug shit, it's pretty astonishing to see that people still oh emotions, see emotions, emotions. No, he didn't steal anything. No, he didn't rob Kyle of his of a, of 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 a championship. He won that shit according to the rules. He won it. If you want to, I posted the rules. I'm not. I, if 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 it would have been on the other foot and if it would have been Kyle, I would feel the same way. I feel so bad for Kyle because I'm pretty sure he's upset about it. But he is the most level headed out of all this young men. And I and you know what? I said this on the live last night. I said all these grown men can learn a lot. From these two young men. Yeah. Like Kyle and, didn't post, oh yeah, I should have won. I should have done this. 
He got second. It's a bummer. I'm sure he was emotionally drained. I'm sure he was. I'm sure if he wasn't, I would be in tears too. But you know what? These fucking grown ass men, guys my age, could learn a lot from these young men who handled this in a very professional manner and handled handled it in a professional way. And I think if we're going to have, and you know what? I know that people are used to bullying raw into decisions and different things like that. And I get that emotions are at play and there's lots of things on stake here, but I think there has to be some respect and some rules like, like rugby, dude, rugby is one of the most violent games in the world. But let me tell you something. I learned when I was playing that sport, when I was playing in high school, you know what? My, my teacher, he was from England. He was a hardcore rugby guy. He says, you know what the number one rule of rugby is? You do not look or even mutter one thing bad to the referee. He yeah. says, you will get banned. You will get kicked out of the game. You could get a fucking year ban, whatever. If you say anything yeah. wrong to that referee, you know what? At the end of the day, the raw officials were the officials at this race. Yes, they made a mistake. I don't care how much banter on the internet, how much you want to get in somebody's face at the event, how much you feel that that this person won. At the end of the day, it did not make a the qualifying did not make a difference where these guys started yeah. on the on the on the thing. The difference, and I don't I don't buy that stuff about he slid on. No, you don't. He he had to win that main. He had to have his best yeah. time possible to win it, right? Even even with Ifmar, because Ifmar would have took you two quant- combined times. Yeah, Roy takes your one time. He still had to have a fast time. Yeah, and you don't no, you don't slow down. You never slowed on. Nonetheless, you won a one. If you yeah. won a one and you won a two, then you slowed yeah. on. Yeah, but now exactly. when it comes down to this, so I think that I get that people were emotional. I get that people were upset, but all these people that are talking shit to Doug and all that type of stuff, this is young. These are young men who handled this better than the grown ass man that were there. And they yeah. should be ashamed of themselves. And I guess, and you know, some of these people are my friends, right? And, and I, and I, and I don't, I don't want to talk bad about them. I get that they were emotional at the time, but all these people who are messaging Doug and all this stuff on the internet and all this stuff, take the fuck off. Let this man, let this young man, cause he is what? 21, 22. Kyle's around the same age. Kyle's yeah. younger, I think. No, these Kyle's are young. No, no, Kyle's older. Yeah. So these are young men in in our industry that we that are going to be the future of our industry in the, in the, in the coming years. Yeah. Hopefully, they go up and they 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 go up to mod and they do race and they're going to be racing nitro and all this type of stuff. These guys handled it professionally, and everybody around them did not. Well, ever I would I'm mostly talking about the people that thought that Kyle should have won. Look, he did not. He didn't win. He would have won if this would have been an Ifmar Worlds. It was raw. Are you sending me a private message? I did. It's it's getting really hot in this shed, and I need to get. I see some you water. getting uncomfortable. We're, we're done. Yeah. We're done. Um, I need to get some water. He needs to get some water. Yeah. Uh, that was my rant on that. I I I I congratulate Doug for winning. I congratulate Kyle for handling it yeah. like a man. Kyle handled it well. Doug handled it well. Like Doug. I don't think Doug's made a Facebook post yet because he's worried about what my dude, fuck him. You won. He won. He won. Like we were sitting he at won. dinner and I'm like, dude, you you won. The end. He won. That's it. No more. He won. And guess what? Kyle, just dust it off, get back on that horse, and win them in win it in two next year, good buddy. Yeah. And keep on running nitro. I feel for you. I do. I feel for you. I like you a lot. 
And um, as for the people that got emotional, I understand why you got emotional. But come on, come on. We can't well, be doing people that. Like representing high high companies and stuff like that, and you know, just being. You're not gonna bully, I, and I and I give Raw the props. He didn't fall because Jeff Parker was still in Raw. He would have been like, "All right, we ran the we we ran the event just like this." The end. Exactly. That was the big, the big travesty would have been just letting it slide, in my opinion. So, and people's probably gonna say, "Lefty, you're just swinging off Raw's nuts or something." Like, nope, 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 nope. They fucked up. They fucked up in two things. Uh, but. We can't be doing this type of stuff. Like, imagine if there would have been spectators there and they would have saw all of that shit. Like, they'd be like, I'm not getting involved with these nerds. Like, exactly. look at this guy freaking out over this shit. Um, but yeah. Congratulations, Doug Lavery. Congratulations to Kyle. Congratulations to Nate. Uh, all the winners, all the podium finishers. Yep. Um, to the Columbus, uh, the people there at Hobbiton, Sean Harding, and all the local yep. races that there. It was good to see. Beautiful track. Um, congratulations to you for making the mains. Good luck at the worlds. Have fun. Go get some tacos. You know, shout out to all your sponsors. And um, I will be talking to you after the worlds, man. Yeah. We will. We went a little bit long today, but uh, all good. Thank you for the questions. Thank you to everybody. Uh, thank you to uh, all the NNRC squad around the world. We greatly appreciate you guys' support. Can't do it without you guys. Uh, if anybody needs any information from Maddie, just hit him up. Me close. I'm gonna link you with Maddie G, so you can get in contact with him. He wants to be. He was, he just wants to be on a good foot, going into. The, yeah, the, I'm like I. I honestly, I'm not really sharing a lot of the setup stuff. But if you guys need help with tires and stuff like that, I'm like I, I want to do good. So. Yeah, yeah. Me close yeah. is. I think he's coming for the experience. He just doesn't yeah. want to be. He wants to be on a good. Yeah. He doesn't want to be shit right off the bat. He says, I don't want to be shit right off the bat. I just want to come out there and know what to expect. Okay. Um, thank you, Maddie, for your time. Thank you to all the NNRC patrons. Thank you to all the YouTube members. Thank you to these co- companies for supporting us. They are Invisible Speed, High Tech RC, Sumpadal, Mayako, Hot Race Tire, Sidewinder, Beach RC, Clinic RC, Techno RC, Stacked RC, Ignite Design RC, Racecraft, Shout out to House of RC, Florida RC Champions, WRCE. Thank you to our drivers, Jared Tebow. David Ronnefalk, Robert Batty, Alexander Hagberg, and our new knighted driver, Sir Spleenless of Mexico, uh, Maddie G. Did you hear my? Did you hear my truck like interview? I did not hear your truck. Before interview. we go, you got to play my truck interview. I thought you had to go eat. So where? What would these do. be? I do, but th- this is pretty good, and you'll what? be really proud. Which interview A2. was it? A two of the driver intros and truck. Driver intro does it have it on there? Did it show? Mm-hmm. You can hear. Oh, it. we got to do driver intros. Oh, I can't find. I don't. I only have the. Um... I got it. I got it. Can you share it from there? Uh, no, but I can tell you the time that it's at. Okay, let's see. Did they didn't do driver intros for eight two? Well, I mean, they didn't record them. I don't think they did it for let's truck. See. Let me. Find. Let's see. A to I mean, I'm just wondering if it's Shizer. Where is it? Um, why can I not find this? It is at the uh, A to Stadium Truck. If it would load on here, that would be nice. Let's see. Will they play it? Is it? No, they have it from the starting line, so I have to it's find the, it on. So, so, so it's at the one. 58 or, or it's at the 148 mark i believe 
Yeah, but from what I do, a lot of my stuff is right off live RC, you know, and you pay five uh, bucks. Okay. On you, a, when you pay five bucks, you, you get all those things right there for you. Like I want so, the YouTube one. So YouTube, uh, electric, which one are we talking about? Uh, Finals day? Yep. And it started at the one hour and... 48 would be the price place to start. Okay. If not, you might have. Oh, you got it. an actual interview. Okay. No, no, not not interview. Just driver, driver like intro. I know this is one hour and forty eight. Okay, hold on. Let's see. Okay, let's see. We'll put it up here in a second. Did you say thank you to the No Name RC podcast? If you did, I would really appreciate that. But you didn't. Nobody ever says thank you to the No Name RC podcast. I'm like the redheaded stepchild. We don't talk about you in sponsor announcements. Too controversial. Too controversial. Let's see. Did you say shout out to Mexico? You'll see where I'm from. Um, let's see. Let's put it up here. Bear with me, guys. Sorry, just trying to find this as we go in. Um, I believe this is it. Hannah and the entire AE crew for all the Can you hear that? support for yeah. Winchester, Virginia, Lee Setzer. <laughs> That's a booing Lee. Qualifying in the eight spot, driving a TLR. No, this is TLR, Phantom. No, nope, there's Pro, one more. Ryzen Hobbies, RC1, Team Brood. Bradley Fine Design, KM Graphics and Design, Limitless RC, AHRC. Special thanks to the entire TL, TLR team and everything this weekend. Thanks to Shady for setting my car down. From Grand Bruff, Michigan, Tater Sontag. It sounds like a lot of people there. Spot, driving a team associated, sponsored by One Up Racing, Team Associated, Jake Concepts. Factory Team, TDK, MFR, Team Glitch, SDRC Raceway. Special thanks to Randolph for making these trips happen. Chris Raymond for you, uh, for your tire sanding skills, and Jim Hughes for all, all the funding. From Tijuana, Mexico, Matthew <laughs> Gonzalez. Oh, my gosh. From T- Never been Qualifying. Tijuana in your life. Oh my gosh. Alicia embracing your Mexican heritage. I love it. I love it. Tijuana. Gotta go to T- I want to go to Tijuana myself. I had Clay hey, like, He's like, you know, that's not part of the Federation, right? And I'm like, no. We're going to get you. I'm going to have a little Mexican flag and we're going to wave it every time you come on her. Every time. Hey, Amen. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. And yep. um, go get some food. Go get some air conditioning. And good luck at the Worlds. Good Thank luck you. at the Worlds. With that said, Lefty and the spleenless, sir spleenless, we're out as soon as I find my my damn outro. There we go. See you guys later. Bye bye.